What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, bringing you the DraftKings NFC Championship Game Contenders video. The rubber match between the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. The 45.5 total right now, well below the AFC Championship game. But this game has a lot of offensive power, firepower, and a lot of shootout potential as well. Right now, the home team Rams are favored by three and a half points, but it is a true toss-up. Before we get into this one, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up if you haven't checked out fan up go ahead and check them out today now is the best time to do it because they've got contests for the nfl and the nba they've got the nfl conference chaos contest which has four thousand dollars going to first place and you can join it for only $10 and they have NBA contests with over $1,000 in prizes. You can use promo code AWESOMO to get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 to use on their site when you sign up. Again, with that promo code AWESOMO, there's no deposit required either. So check it out. Check out Fan Up today. Okay, guys, on the screen, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for this NFC Championship game on DraftKings. And honestly, the salaries make this one really, really interesting. Not easy, but really, really interesting. You are going to have to make some tough choices on some amazing players here. Let's get into it. Number 10, Cam Akers, 27 total opportunities for Cam Akers. 24 rushes, including six in the red zone last week, an 81% snap share. It doesn't matter that he had two fumbles because they want him to be a thing. And if the passing game isn't as explosive as it has been in recent weeks, they might need a more balanced attack. That's where Cam Akers comes in. He's in the optimal lineup 27% of the time. His teammate Tyler Higby sneaks in at 28% of the time. He is clearly the third option on this Los Angeles Rams team, but he continues to get used in the red zone and the team has such a high potential offensively that you want to use him at a salary discount compared to the other starting tight end on this slate. Then there's Van Jefferson, who's been banged up. I'm not saying go crazy on Van Jefferson, but I think I understand why the Sims are putting him in optimal lineups. He's that salary-based concession we have to make that make sense, right? Because he's on the field enough when healthy. Obviously, if he doesn't play, don't play him at all in any of your lineups. But right now, with that questionable tag, we have him in the optimal lineup a solid 30% of the time. A much safer option with uh, seriously high ceiling is Odell Beckham, who gets into the optimal lineup 30% of the time as well. And we should see that optimal lineup percentage shoot up if Jefferson is ruled out for this game. Even if he's in, Beckham has a clear role on this team and is being utilized in the red zone so often that he's seen six touchdowns since coming over from the Cleveland Browns. Just a, finally a good fit for Odell Beckham. He's clearly back. 
though the second best player on his offense by far. And then at number six, George Kittle. George Kittle has been relatively quiet over the last four weeks. His four receptions for 63 yards was the most receiving yards he's had over the last four weeks, but we're just a couple weeks removed from that three-week stretch where he averaged 141 receiving yards, had no, no lower than 93 receiving yards, and had 181 receiving yards at his very best, scoring 30 fantasy points about 5% of the time, and has a solid 10% medium, 10 point medium projection. George George Kittle is a really good player waiting for a huge game here. Doesn't quite crack the top five. Who does? Let's watch him find out. At number five, Eli Mitchell. And yes, Debo Samuel is still getting lots of touches in the backfield. But Eli Mitchell is still getting a ton of work. Last week, 21 total opportunities, including four targets, the most he's had in a game since week 12. I mean, Eli Mitchell doesn't have the highest ceiling here. I think the most likely outcome for him is something like 10 to 15 fantasy points. 25 fantasy points is really, really stretching it. Only 2.4% of our simulations having have him get to 30 fantasy points. So in a ceiling, when you have when you need a ceiling score, excuse me, in a big tournament, I don't know if Eli Mitchell is your man, but still a 25% chance of being an optimal flex play. We'll take that here. I mean, this is a tough matchup. No doubt about it. The Rams are the number one team among all playoff qualifying defenses in PFF team defensive grades, and the median projection is only so-so. But still, I really like Eli Mitchell with the guaranteed volume. He's in the optimal line of 31% of the time. At number four, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo and... Boy, this is a tough one to recommend, right? Six fantasy points in week 19 against the Dallas Cowboys, the wild card weekend, I should say. 4.2 fantasy points in the divisional round. This is a team that relies on the run. No doubt about it. I'm not telling you to go overboard on Jimmy Garoppolo, but he is a quarterback on a one-game slate. He is in the optimal lineup as a flex play 30% of the time. I can't believe it, but he has nearly an 8% chance or, or a little over 8% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points. He did have a 27-point game earlier this season. I guess it's possible. He had 316 passing yards in a game against this same Los Angeles Rams defense. I don't expect that to happen here, but a 14.2 median projection, you know, getting back to the land of the typical quarterback scorers, that sounds about right. The salary is low enough so that you're going to want him as a value. I don't want him as a captain really at all here, but he's still in the optimal lineup 38% of the time. Good enough for number four. At number three, Matthew Stafford, and Stafford had the game of his life against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, essentially flawless. I mean, he had no interceptions, two touchdowns, 366 passing yards, 9.6 yards per attempt, and of course, that bomb to Cooper Cup to seal the win. He, once he's running down and getting everyone lined up to spike the ball, it's an amazing play, and an amazing way to end that divisional round game. Stafford has been playing incredibly well all season, though there have been these interception problems. It has seemed to slow down down here in the playoffs. In fact, he's got no interceptions here in the playoffs. That's what we like to see. The San Francisco defense is getting healthier and coalescing at a really good time, but Stafford is still showing up as an optimal flex play a solid 35% of the time. As usual, we usually see quarterbacks in that flex spot at least a third of the time. Well, when they're not 
players like Jimmy Garoppolo. And Stafford has a solid 12% chance of being an optimal captain play. I, I like Stafford. I'm probably going to be a little bit under the field. I just think that San Francisco knows him well. It doesn't mean the Rams are definitely going to lose. I just think he gets kept in check. He is my number three play in the optimal lineup 47% of the time. At number two, and this might be surprisingly low for some, Cooper Cup is my number two player on this DraftKings one game slate, and I really like him at the captain spot. Honestly, I'm gonna be well over the field at the captain spot. And while he has a 37% chance of being an optimal flex, personally, I think I'm gonna go well under that. Again, just because I'm trading it off. The ceiling games are what I'm chasing here. In the lineups that Cup is in for me, it's because I believe he can score 30 points again. And I said last week that it felt like a 30-point game was kind of bubbling under the surface for Cooper Cup. That's exactly what we got against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nine receptions, 183 receiving yards, and he could absolutely do that again. He's got a 30% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points once again. He's got a 20-point median projection, but I'm not looking for that median projection. I'm looking to shoot for the moon, and that's where Cup comes in. I know the salary is a lot. I know it changes the makeup of the rest of my lineup when I spend so much at that captain spot, but I am going for it with Cooper Cup. He is the best player in football, but in terms of optimal lineup percentage, at least for this one game slate, he comes in at number two. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on DraftKings for this NFC Championship game, I just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you guys could give me, Matt Savoca, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to give one more shout out to our presenting sponsor, FanUp, NBA contests, NFL contests, and an awesome promo using the promo code AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. You can check it out on the bottom of the screen. Gets you 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 to use on the site. Really cool stuff. Check it out today. Okay, let's get into my number one play on DraftKings for this NFC Championship. At number one, this is a surprise, Debo Samuel. And not a surprise in the fact that Debo could absolutely outscore Cooper Cup. But really what this is showing us is that salary differential, 12,200 for Cup, 10,000 for Debo Samuel, that is enough for at least an optimizer to continually choose the median projection for Samuel, which is actually really darn high, nearly 24 fantasy points over Cooper Cup a whole lot. Now we can try to fit them both in, but that gets really, really tough. Debo Samuel is the best player on the 49ers right now. I mean, on third and seven with the game on the line and the two minute drill they are running it up the gut with their wide receiver and he's getting it easily against the green bay packers debo samuel is in a league of his own as a rusher at the wide receiver position and you know there could always be that game where he gets peppered with targets like the, the game a couple weeks ago against tennessee where he had a dozen targets in a game it's not out of the realm of possibility he's got a 42 percent chance of scoring 30 or more fantasy points and though the matchup is tough against a los angeles defense that is number one in pff team defensive grades i know kyle 
Kyle Shanahan is going to create all sorts of unique, interesting views and ways for Debo Samuel to get the ball just like he did last week. So the guaranteed touches are there and the salary discount from a player like Cup is there. I don't mind if you say, no, 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 you're wrong here. I'm going in on Cup instead. That makes all the sense in the world to me. But in optimal lineup percentage, Debo Samuel is number one in the optimal lineup 63% of the time. And that is going to do it for this NFC Championship DraftKings Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video or the AFC Championship versions of these videos, go ahead and look for it on the channel. They're around here somewhere. We will be back over the next two weeks with all of your Super Bowl content needs leading up to the big game. Until then, I am Matt Savoka from Osmo.com. We'll see you guys next time.